0: Yesterday, Five o'clock, almost five o'clock in the Southland. Be safe on the road today. It is a live imagery Tuesday on Shidano and Cap. Live imagery Tuesday. Back and better than ever. It is time for what you need to know.
1: Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. It's
0: been a while since we did the tag team on this one, so I understand. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Take it tag away, team. producer of the team. Back again.
2: Thanks, Christopher. So you're speaking of staying safe on the roadways. Well, Los Angeles continues to be impacted by flooding due to heavy rainfall across the state. I'm totally tired of this rain. I can't deal with it anymore. And there's a lot of roads that are still closed because of it. Uh, Here are a couple of big ones. Mulholland Drive is closed between Coldwater and Laurel Canyons due to mud. The 101 freeway was reopened on the southbound side in Montecito earlier today uh, after crews worked all morning to clear mud. But the northbound side remains closed between Ventura and Santa Barbara. Uh, All roads in the Sepulveda Basin are also closed due to flooding. And as of this morning, Porter Ranch and Woodland Hills have gotten six inches of rain. Bel Air and Beverly Hills have gotten five And the Hollywood Reservoir has gotten over five inches in 24 hours. So, yeah, it's a lot of rain.
3: You guys see um, any of these, like, homemade weather reports on Instagram? Like, I saw Ellen DeGeneres in Montecito, and she's standing there in front of this, like, flowing river, and she's like, yo... This is usually a creek that there's no movement to it at all. Now there's like nine feet of water and more is coming. And it's just massive, brown, muddy water rolling through the neighborhood. I got another buddy of mine who's up in San Inez and he showed videos of what's going on at his place. And then, as you were talking about it, Lindsay, 101, this is going up a little bit further north of L.A., but, I mean, you get into Ventura, it's been a nightmare, so...
0: Did Chris Ellen uh, yell at a staff member in that video?
3: In that video, she didn't, mostly because she would be yelling at herself because she was shooting her own selfie video. But I thought about that, Chris. Like, who was she berating while shooting this video? It turns out nobody. She was doing it on
0: her own. And I couldn't imagine driving Mulholland in this weather. Can you imagine? Hell oh, no. Nah. Dude. dude. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I barely could drive Mulholland as it is, mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah. without having a panic attack. But right. in this weather?
3: It is super tight. It always blows my mind if I'm driving on Mulholland. The cyclist, because I have ridden my bike on some really dangerous roads where there is mm-hmm. no room at all, and I'm the guy who will slow down, and I will keep traffic from going near the cyclist, because I don't want to be hit myself when I'm out on my bike, but dude, if you're cycling on Mulholland, you are nuts. Mm-hmm. Take it from a
0: cyclist. Are oh, you retired, right? Would you consider yourself a cyclist? Retired. Retired adjacent. cyclist. Retired. When, when you cycled, yeah. did you wear all the gear and stuff? Oh, dude, I was Lance Armstrong yeah. out.
3: Except for my fat belly. I mean, otherwise i look just like Lance. No,
0: no, stop, okay? Wait, but
1: don't you have an electric bike? Like, shouldn't you be able to just bike wherever the hell you want?
3: I do. I do have an electric bike, but that's different than my road bike. Road bike, you actually have to work. Electric bike does all the work for you. So, like, when I ride by cyclists on my road bike and they're like, cheater, I'm like, yeah, I know. I got it.
0: We talked about this the last time we did a show all together. I don't remember when that was. But can 2023 be the year of acceptance, Cappy? Stop making these these derogatory terms towards your body. Please. Okay. I do intermittent fasting now. I found peace. I do yoga. I find peace. Be happy with yourself. Enjoy eating once in a while if you want. You're to. You're
2: too hard on yourself, Cappy. Mm. Yeah,
0: I am very hard on you're myself. You're a beautiful man for your, you. Positive. Positive. Love yourself, Love <laughs> for your age. Positive. Love yourself. For your age. <laughs> right. I, like I had the to throw in jam. the last mm-hmm. last
3: part of that for your age.
0: And if Rachel r- 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 Rachel wants to get married, you tell her no, and you find somebody else because you're amazing. Okay. <laughs> You are amazing.
4: Oh my gosh! You're
0: really on me about this.
3: I mean, last do week, do not I said, get all married. Said, all that happened was George said that he told Kelly if she were to tragically pass, he would never marry again. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I said, "Don't ever say never," because I was that guy too. And now all of a sudden, I'm thinking, eh, "Why not?" And you are all over me about this, Chris.
0: I just, I, I can hear it. When, you, when, a, when you're putting your toe in the water, there's a reason. You're not just randomly saying that to all of us on the radio in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. This ain't San Diego, chump. This is Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Okay, And you're saying that on the radio. There's a reason. This is coming up. Somebody's been looking at rings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Well, oh, Cappy, let's just go into this store real quick and see this.
3: You're right, Chris. We have been looking at rings. They're not engagement rings, but they are rings. Why
0: you are you can, buying
4: a you, ring?
3: You can use your imagination what oh. kind of rings I'd be buying.
4: Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Sit so on cap
0: continues oh, right now. Oh, hell no. I can't believe you just did that.
4: <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it's going to be what? a thing now. What? Damn.
0: Yeah.
1: Not, not engagement He did also reveal that he's going to marry Rachel uh, the other day, so there's yeah. that, as you, you just heard him say again there. You missed By the him, way, then. can we
0: say something else on that note? Mm-hmm. Sedano does have that point if something was to happen to Kelly. Kelly's a saint of a woman for dealing with Shidano. Do you think that's Sedano's right? gonna find somebody else to deal with him? Good no. question. If he calls me seventeen times a day, what is he doing to his wife? <laughs> I actually call you way more than Probably. I call my wife. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. So there's that. Oh it's funny.
1: I gotta <sighs> complain to somebody.
3: Yeah. You know? God, it's so nasty outside. I can't believe this rain, this cold, you know? And then last night, the football game was so bad. It was so bad, George, that I literally was like, okay, you know what? I'm going over to the Laker game. And I'm like, come on, LeBron, for reals, dude? Got to get out there, man, especially against a good team like Denver. Need you, bruh. That's what I said out loud by myself, need you, bruh. Uh,
1: Need you, bro. Uh, Here's what we need. We need them to finally just make a move at this point. Like, I know you're anti-making the move, but literally they've shown you when he plays, they win. They're half a game out of the play-in. Like, what are we doing here still, like having this conversation? Why is this still a thing is my question.
3: Well, my answer is um, I don't get the chance to make these trades, to make these deals, to take these calls. So if you're going to gripe to anybody, I know Rob Palenka is an avid daily listener to Sedano and Cap. No, I no. know that Jeannie Buss doesn't miss a moment of this show daily. Nope. So if you want to complain to somebody, I mean, look, I I suppose Rob might be sitting there going, but George, we started the season two and 10. We're now 19 and 22. Mm -hmm. We've climbed out of this hole Mm -hmm. and we don't have a D LeBron's in and out of the lineup with this ankle. All of a sudden, Mm -hmm. we don't have Austin Reeves. We don't have Lonnie Walker, which we just need some bodies at this point. And we're pushing 500, and the fact of the matter is, Denver, who we lost to last night, you know, th- they're sitting at 27 wins, we're at 19. I mean, we're just not that far back, and if you had LeBron... But
1: that's the you realize that's the exact point as to why you should
3: make the move? I mean, listen, I'm, I'm just starting to see what Kendrick Nunn is all about. This is the first time I've seen Kendrick Nunn play in the two years that he's I mean, been with
1: this the Lakers. Is, this, is, this is pointless to have this conversation if you're going to go with Kendrick Nunn being the reason. He's the know.
3: savior, bro. Hey, listen, I was saying don't make a move in this way. I didn't want the team to get rid of Brody because he has proven to be a good teammate and still may be an important part of this team this season, and I'd still like to just see them wait until the offseason to clear his money, and then they can go out and make moves. I, I could care less about these draft choices. I don't know where I'm going to be in 2027. I certainly don't know where I'm going to be in 2029, so those draft choices don't mean squat to me. I'd rather win closer now like like LeBron would. But I also don't want to give up everything if I'm not going to get championship contention back. That's all. But
1: do you realize that there's no such guarantee as championship of course. contention? Of course. Like I don't care who's on your roster.
3: I want to make a very impactful move. I don't want to make a move just to make a move for moves sake. That's all. But you're not making a move for moves sake because you're in it. Right, but I gotta get, make sure I get back exactly what I need. What is it? Okay, sure. No, you're gonna
1: make a trade to 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 get not what you need.
3: Like, no, what but what I'm saying about? is is like everybody just wants to let like, you just do something. Make something. No, do of something. course you're not.
1: Don't be ridiculous. No, and you, no gotta make, actually doing you gotta make. You gotta make the right. Nobody's move. Nobody's making a trade. If they're doing that, if they're doing a trade just to make a trade and not to improve their roster, then they have no business running an organization. So I don't think that's going to be the case.
3: Well, all I'm saying is don't buckle to the pressure, whether that's internal pressure or external pressure. If you can find the right move, great. Go for it. Do it. Because honestly, if LeBron comes back and LeBron plays in 65% of the games between now and the end of the season, and he's... 90% of what he's been the last couple of weeks, the Lakers will win a bunch of games. And if, if, this is a huge, gigantic if, so here goes, if AD ever comes back, and if AD can ever... Well, I don't even know why I should say this. Well, know what's close to coming back, according to reports. Well, great. If he comes back, and he's 90% of what he had been, if LeBron and AD both are playing, these guys who have nearly gotten themselves back to 500... They should. They should very easily be able to make the playoffs. Very easily. At two and Again, ten, we were laughing at them. Okay.
1: But you just—you're contradicting yourself. You just said they should easily make the playoffs if those guys come back and play these requisite amount of games. But then you also said in the same breath, okay, that you don't want to make a move unless that it puts you in a position to succeed and make you better. Okay. Well, if you make a move with those two guys that you just said will get you into the playoffs, if you make a move to augment your team, then chances are you have a better chance of winning said conference.
3: You're right. I said both of those things. You're right. You're right. I did. I said both of them. You did? said both of them.
1: You literally are speaking out of both sides of your mouth.
3: Yeah, I have a tendency to maybe do that a little bit. That, that, may, be, that may be the case. That's all so right. So
1: let me tell you what we know for sure. Okay, what do what we, we know for know sure? we know for sure is that Rob Palenka has gone on the record, okay, and said something to the effect of that they want to be the stewards of LeBron James's legacy and that they understand that, okay? He has said that on the record, okay, in front of people, <laughs> all right? And yet they are still kind of screwing this up. And it honestly, it feels like they were they were willing to reside to the fact that ah, this team's not going to be that good, we won't make a move, we won't uh, you know put our draft capital in the way, which by the way, the draft capital, as we've already discussed, we don't know what twenty seven and twenty nine is going to be, and there's already been studies in a report earlier this season that you know half of those or more than half of those are W- really low in the lottery or even beyond the lottery, generally speaking, when they're five or seven years out because we have no idea of thinking, of knowing and thinking what the hell that's going to be. But let me add to the equation, something that we just completely gloss over every time we have this conversation. It's not like the Lakers aren't going to be making selections other than 27 and 29. They have the other picks. It's just a matter of what New Orleans wants to take and doesn't want to take. For example, they have... If, if, They're going to make a pick in 24 or 25. New Orleans gets to. The Lakers. Okay. New Orleans gets to pick one of them. So let's say New Orleans says, um, you know, they owe this pick to New Orleans now. This is like an O, right? So the swap is in 24, 25. So New Orleans says, okay, we'll take 24. Then you're picking in 25 for sure. Okay. And then also, if you are if they say no we'll we'll hold back we'll pick in 25 then you're picking in 24 and the same thing goes for 26 so like the lakers have picks so and and like it's not like this franchise has built this team through the draft the majority of the time yes there's a magic johnson and a kobe bryant and you know here or there but the majority of the players they have acquired that have allowed them to catapult themselves into championship category are guys they've acquired (laughs) either through free agency or trade. Usually the former.
3: Well, I think you're right about one thing you said earlier, and it's an important point, actually, believe it or not, is that I think at the beginning part of the season, the Lakers front office probably didn't think they were any good and probably didn't think they could get much, much better. But as LeBron has put this team on his back and... Listen, they did win one game, the game against Miami, when they didn't have LeBron or AD. We thought that might have been the best win of the season. Last night against Denver, not so not so much. But I don't think that the Laker front office really believed that they had anything here. And they might have been thinking, wait until the offseason, clear Russ, don't give up the draft capital, blah, blah, blah. But LeBron has brought them to near 500. And when you get to this point, now if you're the front office and you were thinking that way, Now maybe you're thinking a different way.
1: Right. Of course, there's plausible deniability on all of this anyway, so it doesn't really make a difference. But you did say on the record, you are the steward of his legacy here at the end. So if you're going to do that and say that, then go do that. Go give that man a chance when he's put you back in the mix by himself, (laughs) practically. Like, what are we talking about here?
3: You know, what we were talking about at the beginning of the season was trade Russ, trade Russ, trade Russ. You still feel strongly about that? Because I like I would Russ. trade him
1: for the right player, yes.
3: Okay. Who else on this team are you ready to just 86? Is it everybody other than LeBron and AD? Or do you even throw AD into that category also?
1: No, I would throw all of them in there but LeBron and AD at this point. There is no one that would uh, that would survive that if it were up to me.
3: Hmm. But Kendrick th- Nunn, the, the, huh? But
1: here's the, the the kicker to all of this. I'll tell you what that is on the other side. I'll tell you what the kicker to all of this is on the other side because it's just, it, it makes no sense to me. And it, forget about their individual play. I'm going to tell you what the kicker really is and what the real, I, what the real reason should be beyond okay, just their own play. We'll do that next.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and
0: conditions apply. See app for details. It is 516 p.m. in the Southland. Live Imaging Tuesday is on Shin Otto and Cap. Crank that up a little bit, Laura, for me. Yeah. Happy 78th birthday. The one and only Rod Stewart today. Cappy theme song right here. Yeah. You want my body
3: and you think I'm sexy. Come on, baby, let me know.
0: That's hot.
2: <laughs> Why are you singing it like that? Well, that's
0: kind of how the the, the song was presented when Rod Stewart re- released this in 1978, I believe. I this was my first
3: uh, 45. Was it 45 or a 33? Which no, was the, the little 45 record? 45 was
0: the little one. This was my very first one. 33 was the album, yep. Yeah, 45. Mm-hmm. My very first 45, Rod Stewart. Really? Yep. Wow, look at that. There, too quick enough so It's a can hear it.
2: Like, I get it, his voice is raspy, but you're like 10 octaves lower. Than but he's,
5: he's, he's
0: making a passionate plea. Do you oh. think I'm sexy? Right. That's and you want said. my body. Come on,
3: baby, let me know.
0: Let me know.
2: <laughs> that <laughs> was <laughs> a good one. was <laughs> like, let me
3: know. No, no, I don't want your body. No, I want nothing no, I to do with your body. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no <thank> you. <laughs> Keep that body away from me. And my boo. And okay. my boo. How is the
0: boo?
4: He's good. He's working a lot.
0: He's oh, delicious. Beautiful.
4: Yes, he is.
0: He smelled delicious.
4: See? Hands the back off.
0: About 12 minutes away from Chris Jericho joining the show. 5.30 p.m. He'll join. Punk. And Cappy will talk about uh, throwing Sedano up against a wall and beating him down and putting him into a military press or something. Mm-hmm. And then at 5.45, that means Radio Tinder moves to 5.45 tonight. So if you're on the road in that traffic trying to get home in the rain or the wet roads, Be calm. Yeah. Don't get crazy out there. Yeah. You know? So yeah. many accidents today. Right. Just be calm. Yeah. Be smooth. Yeah. Right, Let's shit out and cap Guide you all the way home. Yeah,
3: because now it's getting dark, too. Yeah. So take it easy. Take Game
0: it Chris easy.
3: We're all going to get home safe tonight. That's the whole key. All right, so George, you were about to tell us the kicker of the LeBron story. Can you reset it for us? Because I got a little confused as we were heading towards right. the break.
1: <laughs> what were you so confused about?
3: I don't know. The kicker. You're like, I'm going to tell you the kicker. The kicker. And I was like, the kicker of what? The kicker is, the reality is, this Western
1: Conference stinks! It's the most mediocre, ordinary Western Conference we've had in 20 years! What the hell are we doing? Like, let me ask you this question, Kaplan. You don't even know that much about
3: basketball. I know everything about basketball. Alright? He's in the bonus. Does
1: the, Do the Denver Nuggets scare you if LeBron and AD are healthy? They do not. Do the Memphis Grizzlies scare you if LeBron and A.D. are healthy?
3: I mean, not the basketball team, but like the Bear does. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. No. Do
1: the New Orleans Pelicans scare you if you're in a series with them and LeBron and A.D. are healthy? They do not. The Dallas Mavericks? Mm, Nah. The Sacramento Kings?
3: Nah, I feel like it'll fall apart at some point.
1: The L.A. Clippers?
3: Don't think that uh, their stars will be available. They're
1: never going to be healthy, let's be honest. Yeah. Because, like, what are we talking about here? We're talking about Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray coming off a really serious injury last year and trying to, you know, he's playing okay, like he's playing well. Michael Porter Jr. is always a sack full of injuries. So Nikola Jokic and who? Uh, A Memphis Grizzlies team that's still pretty young? Yeah, they got some playoff experience the last couple years, but it's not like they did anything that made you say, whoa, yeah, like for sure. Like, yeah, I mean, they're dangerous, but I, I think you got a shot, right? Like, I'm not saying that the Memphis Grizzlies are some juggernaut. The New Orleans Pelicans haven't, you know, they've barely even been in the playoffs. They played six games last year. Zion has never played in a playoff game. Luka Doncic got to the Western Conference Finals last year. His team is worse this year. The Sacramento Kings are the Sacramento Kings. The Clippers are never healthy. The Golden State Warriors are certainly not healthy. The Phoenix Suns aren't healthy either. And, you know, even if Devin Booker was healthy, it's Devin Booker and who? Chris Paul at this stage? I don't know what I'm getting from Chris Paul. I certainly don't know what the hell I'm getting from DeAndre Ayton.
3: So, like, what are we worried about here? Go in and make a move. Let me see if I understand what you're saying. That at the beginning of the year, when we talked after game one, we don't have any lasers, and we talked about roster construction, and we talked about all these things. And then what happened was everybody got hurt. Right. So what you're saying is, though, is that because the West is still statistically and mathematically and just from a pure talent perspective, just as we, j- we just went through all these different teams, are you all scared these of this team? All have teams have no di- – like,
1: for the most part, they're all dealing with similar to worse injuries than the Lakers.
3: So what you're saying is, though, is that because the conference is weak and because the number one team in the conference has 27 wins and the Lakers have 19, there's only eight games separating, one through, like, 12, now would be the time to go all in because, A – you didn't think your team would be here close to 500. And B, you didn't know that the conference was going to be this bad. So, believe it or not, it's still. I know I'm going to say this may sound stupid to everybody. You ready? The West is still winnable. Is that what yes. you're telling me? Well, not
1: winnable, but the playoffs are like within reach. Like, not even the play in. Like, I'm talking about you can be a playoff team. You're only a game and a half behind the Clippers. They're the six seed.
3: I wonder if the Lakers front office is thinking this. We can make moves, but gosh, we can never keep AD healthy. So as great as he played and as good as we might be, should we have LeBron and healthy AD? But come on, guys. There's really no such thing as healthy AD anymore. Should we, should we go all in? Because But what is we'll- all in? Well, all in to me, George, is is not making a move to make the playoffs. It's to make a move to try and achieve a championship because what you've been saying. But you know what what the Lakers really need? The Lakers
1: don't need another superstar. The Lakers need really good role players because they don't have those.
3: Mm -hmm. They don't need another superstar. That is for darn sure.
1: They do not. They need role players. That's what they need. You don't need to go and, like, fetch I don't even know who you would fetch. Like, what are you going to get? Go try to get Bradley Beal. First of all, he needs to want to leave Washington, which is never going to happen, it seems like. And he's also hurt, too. Like, there's no superstar available anyway. But here's the thing. You have now put yourself in a position where you've let these deals go by. For example, Miles Turner, Buddy Heald. You know, at the time, you're like, yeah, one, one, one pick. Maybe you know two is probably a lot, a little much. That was in the off season, but now what happens is you've seen them play in the regular season. And Buddy Hield has the most threes in the league, and Miles Turner is one of the best, one of the best two way big men in the sport this year. Like it's crazy.
3: And I see a guy like last night. I see Jamal Murray, and you know, look, um, I know he's had some injury problems, right? But last night he's five for nine from three point range. He scores thirty four points, and I also kind of noticed Jamal Murray last night rocking those purple. Sneakers. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I thought that was like, is he trying to send a signal to somebody? Hey, like, hey, we're playing the Lakers. Put on my purple dogs. You know, like I got my black Nike Air Force Ones. He got his purple ones. No, yeah. But I see a guy like that just shoot the lights out and score the way he did. And I'm like, man, if the Lakers had a guy like him to add to this mix, man, would it be nice to have, to use LeBron's word, a laser. Just one laser. Just somebody that every time you put the ball in his hands and he put the ball up, you're like, this thing's going down.
1: All right, l- let me get to Tim in OC, who's tweeting in this ad and Cap Circle of Trust.
3: What's up, Tim? Okay.
1: So Tim says, maybe there's some friction between the Lakers and Rob versus Clutch, as in uh, Clutch Sports, the uh, agency that represents LeBron. Remember the Lakers side of this group of the Rambis, uh, Kurt Rambus, Rob, and the Bus Brothers. Uh, versus Clutch and LeBron. First of all, I don't know why there's, like, teams here, but whatever. I'll just address this. Let me just say this, okay? And I said this the other day, too. I think it's really bad business to come out and say, I'm going to be the steward of LeBron's legacy, or we are going to be the steward of LeBron's legacy, and then do nothing, okay? Because you're going to piss him off, and you're going to run the risk of him leaving. And I know some of you are like, well, good, he should leave. Well, remember when he wasn't here, and you missed the playoffs six straight years? That wasn't fun either, okay? And what I would tell you is this, is that the Lakers were starting to head into Nick's land, which is not where you want to be prior to him arriving. And yes, the issues have been here, and you can sit here, and even if you wanted to give him 100% blame on Russ, that is now two seasons ago. But if you don't do anything, much like a lot of the kids prior grew up rooting for Kobe and idolizing Kobe, a lot of these kids now, and the young guys now, they grew up with LeBron's poster on their wall too. Okay. And whether it's Clutch or whoever, Clutch doesn't have every single superstar that's going to become available. CAA has them. Octagon has them. uh, Priority Sports has all of them. They all have them. Okay. They all have superstars. All the agencies do. Okay. And those guys are going to be like, well, man, they said they were going to kind of like, you know, get LeBron some help at the end, and
3: they never did that. Like, that stuff is real.
1: Like, I know you guys don't think that's real, but I'm telling you, that stuff is real.
3: That other players would not want to come play for the Lakers because they'd see the way the front office did LeBron, and they're like, not going there. Not the way they treated LeBron. I mean, do you remember before LeBron was here? Like, they couldn't
1: get LaMarcus Aldridge. Like, Kevin Durant wouldn't take a meeting with them. Carmelo Anthony wouldn't take a meeting with them. That stuff is a a real scenario if they... Like, this is, like, as an aside, right? Like, clearly they should do it because it helps their team in a weakened Western conference. But secondarily, like, that is also at play here, in my estimation. And it's not, like, the overwhelming reason, because clearly the biggest reason is, hey, LeBron's playing really well. AD was a monster. He's coming back, it seems like, pretty soon. And you're right in the thick of this. You should go get your place in the Western Conference playoffs so that way you have a fighter's chance and a puncher's chance. That yeah. should be reason number one, reason number two, and reason number three. Yeah. But I'll tell you, you know what? Reason number four is kind of like, yo, you probably shouldn't do this because it's not a good look for the team that says they cater to their stars all the time to not cater to one of the greatest stars of all time yeah. when he's asking you, literally begging you for it.
3: I'll just focus on two things. One, we're close to 500. We have battled our way back. If I'm, the, if I'm the front office and we were 2-10 and 10 and we've gotten ourselves to 19-22 and 22 and we were only eight games behind the first place team, that's not where I expected to be. So that's the first part of it. And the second part of it is, George, I think you actually are right in that you should be looking at the conference going, we probably figured that Golden State was going to be really good. And we probably figured that Phoenix was going to be really good. And guess what? Both Golden State and Phoenix only have 20 wins compared to the Lakers' 19. Those are the only two factors that I would be considering right now. The other stuff is all out there, and we could have that conversation, but if I'm trying to improve this team, it's because I didn't know that we were going to be here close to 500, and I didn't know the conference was going to be this bad.
1: That's it. Are, Are
3: you ready to be a crumb of a nacho again? Well, I just hope Chris Jericho understands the circumstances have certainly changed.
1: Okay, well, you can explain that to him. Chris Jericho joins us next.
0: Live Imaging Tuesday, a little before 5.30 p.m. on Shit out and Cap on 7.10 ESPN, L.A.'s mega sports station. 5.45 p.m., you can hear radio tinder, because right now, Chris Jericho, the legend, is joining us.
1: Shit out and Cappy. AW's coming back here to the Forum in Inglewood. We had Chris Jericho on a little over a month ago now, I believe, and we had Sting on last week. So Chris Jericho joining us here now. So Chris, thank you for joining us again. Uh, it's uh, George Sedano here and Scott Kaplan, uh, the former known as the a crumb of a nacho, I believe is what you referred to him the last <laughs> time you were here.
2: Mm-hmm. Is Chris there? She's probably answering the phone with him calling in right at this second.
1: Oh, he's not there. It was a great setup, George.
0: It was a great setup. It
2: was. It was awesome. I thought I did a great
0: rejoin, and it was a flawless toss to Sedano. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to say back to Sedano. He just knew where to take it. Yep. Like Pippin and MJ on the court. You
2: guys guys can, like, just, you know, crank it up a notch or whatever the next time around.
3: Well, may, may I make a suggestion? Perhaps before Jericho arrives, perhaps we should go back to what happened last week with the Stinger. Where okay. Sting has adopted well, I, me. I feel like
1: we. Sh- if we're going to do this, we should let Chris hear it, though.
3: Okay. All right. You want to let Chris hear it? Yeah. Nice. So we'll when wait Chris for Chris to get here. And okay. he's
1: on. We can do all that. Um, and then he can he can address it the way we he'd do. like to.
3: Okay. Seems fine by all me. All right.
1: So there we go. AW is back. Uh, they are going to be at the Forum tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. January 11th. And Chris Jericho joined us about a month ago where he called Scott. A crumb of a nacho. Uh, Since then, we had Sting on last week, and we played set back and forth between Chris Jericho and Scott. And uh, Jericho, first of all, thank you for joining us. Uh, We appreciate you joining me and the
3: crumb
5: of a nacho. (laughs) Did you guys actually make some merch for that, too? Some T-shirts and stuff?
3: (laughs) You have no idea how many listeners want to make the crumb of the nacho t-shirt, then want to show up with us tomorrow down at the forum so that we could present you with one of them. So, yeah, a lot of people are in on this, Chris Jericho.
5: Oh, that's great. Actually, do you remember the crumb of the nacho? Excellent. Excellent yeah, but, insult, if I do say so, myself. Yeah, but
3: you got all mad at me about nothing, okay? I mean, you were in Baltimore. You were yelling at Lamar Jackson how you are going to take him down. I asked you a very simple question. Was Have you picked on anybody in L.A.? Have you picked them out? And I suggested LeBron James, and you went off on me.
1: Right, but you deserved it because that, of course he's going to pick LeBron.
3: Who else would he pick?
5: I just don't like uh, you know you you trying to advise me on my uh, on my role here in Los Angeles. So if I need some advice, I would ask you for some. I didn't want any advice. That's why I don't. I'm either picking on LeBron James or I'll pick on the LA Kings. you know that's that's up for me to decide, not some crumb of a nacho on the radio.
3: Right. You exactly. also then, but you also took it a step further, where you called me a radio hack. I mean, th- these were well, these were
5: serious I mean, that, things you that, said.
1: That seems fairly accurate, though.
5: I got a lot of feedback about the show, and I got—I tell you, there's, a, there's quite a few people that had uh, a similar opinion. <laughs> uh, so I, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, blow the whistle on anybody, but it's not—it's uh, not just me that felt that way
3: understandable but i just want to say chris jericho you know circumstances have changed a little bit since that appearance i'm not sure if you're aware of this or not
1: oh yeah here we go but you know sting
3: yeah. Ha- has taken me on as a tag team partner, you know. Wait, wait,
1: wait. So I I want you to hear it in its entirety. So we have a, a clip here. It's about a minute or so, Jericho. We're going to play this clip for you so you can get the context of the discussion oh. here because he was basically like uh, kissing Sting's ass to try to feel like, uh, like Sting would take his side in this back and forth with you previously. So I'm going to let you hear it. Go ahead. Play it for him. I forgot so, about that. <laughs> the, the funny the funny part is he does have a merch store that sells T-shirts, and he's probably going to put crumb of a nacho on it. But, Sting, we need your help. How does Cappy extend this beef with Jericho?
5: Man, I, I say we have some crumb of a nacho shirts made, maybe an action figure, and we put a package deal together. Sting and Scott against Chris and whoever he wants as his tag partner. Wow. We do a tag.
3: Sting, I want you, man. I, I need there you, brother. I do. There
5: you go. Sting, I need you. you have a baseball bat?
3: I, I do. And, and, and Sting, Sting, I'll, I'm I'll, telling you I'll something sure right now. I'll make sure that
5: you have one.
3: Listen, I'll make sure that you have one. Yeah, I know. And, and I want to be, I wanna be oh, like... Oh, wait. Wait, I got this, Sting. Yeah.
1: Jericho and I are aligned. We're like the same person. Oh, I I perfect. love being the, the pain in the ass. I'll team up with Chris. You can take on Scott. I think we're onto something.
3: Oh, in a big way.
1: I
5: think we're onto something. Uh, and and I'm, I'm, I'm all in.
3: You have no idea, Sting, how much I want to take George Sedano here, pick him up <laughs> by the throat and the crotch, pick him up over my head and throw him by about a mile. And and Sting, trust me when I tell you, I can do it, man.
5: No, he can't. Scott, you're gonna get a chance to put it on Jorge.
3: Oh, you
1: got there it. There you go. There you, you got, got it, Sting.
3: Sting. All right,
1: Jericho. Are you in or
5: what? Absolutely sickening, first and foremost. Sting is like the nicest guy ever. Totally just Caterwauling with you guys to uh, to try and get a laugh here. I'm not going to team with any radio DJ. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to team with anybody uh, with Sting involved either. So now, 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 you guys have both got me hot now. Both of you guys got me <laughs> mad now. Oh come I'm, on, Jericho! I'm what are you afraid of something? Like Sting, you know what else Sting did? He stole my gimmick. He stole my gimmick of the baseball bat. I had it first in AEW. And now he's got me locked up in a match with, with, with the two DJs here, George and Jorge and Pedro and Peanut Butter Jim and who, everybody else on your show. <laughs> the answer is no. I'm not giving you guys the rub. Not going to happen.
1: All right. What if we okay. just give you the T-shirt? What about that?
5: What's that? What if we just give you the T-shirt? Well, you've got to give me something. now I've given you a gimmick. I've given you a name. Now this things talking about making action figures of it and all this sort of stuff. And now, now you want to match with me? You want to team up with me? You want to fight me? Uh, you guys got to give me something in return here. Right. Yeah. Crumb of a Nacho t-shirt. Well, we could t-shirt, give you
1: though. like a, a percentage of the Crumb of a Nacho action figure.
5: I would take it. I mean, I deserve it. <laughs> my lawyers are already on it. It's more than a percentage of it. I mean, I created a damn thing. I copyrighted. Now you guys are going to make some mercies in my copyright. I'm going to sue your ass. How does that
3: sound? <laughs> Sounds great. I mean, the more we can get into trouble with you, the better. Like, that's what I was trying to say to you from the beginning. Don't even call out LeBron James. Call me out. The radio
5: hack. The crumb of a nacho. Help me out, brother. Jeez. I, the radio hack. The crumb of the nacho. This, that, listen, you could get into wrestling. You could go into low level indie wrestling, uh, uh, the radio hack, crumb of a nacho, uh, George Slosky, whatever your name is. It's perfect. <laughs>
3: I tried, man. I tried. You know, I went, to, uh, I went to so many shows. I went backstage at these shows, man, and I tried. I said to, uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember who it was in the old school. I was like, come on, man, let me be a manager. Like, I just wanted to be somebody's talking head. I didn't need to – I wanted to distract the referee so that somebody could get hit on the head with a chair. Count one, two, three, and when the ref turns around, he doesn't realize that I've been, I've been the guy that was distracting him outside. That's what I should be, Chris Jericho. I don't need to wrestle you. I need to be a manager.
5: Are you going to be backstage tomorrow at the forum?
3: You know, uh, we get off the air at 7, and I understand that the show's going to go till like, 9 o'clock tomorrow night. So I'm going to get off the air, and I'm going to drive directly to the forum. What do you have in store for me?
5: I was just going to say, if you're going to be backstage, I'll just have you kicked out.
3: Oh, come (laughs) on, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Why's it got to be like that, Chris Jericho? Uh,
1: He totally set you up. I can't believe you fell for that. Come on, Chris. Oh, my God. You really
5: are a crumb of a nacho. You fell for that? Come on, man. Jesus. Oh, that old trick? My goodness. Do you know how many people have told me throughout the course of my career, I should be a pro wrestling manager. This is what I should be doing. I should be the mouthpiece for somebody. I should really get guy that distracts uh, distract the referee. I hear this every day, man. No, the answer is no. You can't be my distraction. You can't be my mouthpiece. I don't need you messing around in my match or with the referee. Just stay away from me. How's that sound?
1: Yeah, he may get a restraining order on you. Actually.
3: Doesn't sound good to me.
5: Well, like I said, I've already got that already. Copyrights come of a Nacho, so a restraining order—not not not hard to do. <laughs>
1: there you go. There you go. He's got people, Kaplan. You're in trouble, Scott. All right, uh, I, have
3: one, I have a question
1: yeah, for Chris I'm Jericho.
3: But Chris, Thank while you. you're while you're in LA, besides the AEW show tomorrow night, is your band performing in town anywhere in the next coming days?
5: No, we are not performing. We did do the whiskey a couple months ago. But uh, no Fozzie gigs and uh, around the AEW gig this week.
1: I saw you were at the well, did, Kings game. I, I know your dad Kings played for them, outside. right?
5: The Kings? Yeah, you were at the Kings game, right? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, my dad played for the Kings. He was an original King, 1967. Barry Sawchuck, Teddy Irvin. There you go. Wear a helmet? So, yeah. Wear a helmet back in the day or no? No, they didn't wear helmets back then. They were yeah. they were real men. Right. <laughs> Did your dad brawl as a, as a hockey player? He was a guy that uh, he was a fighter, but he was also scored about twenty goals a year. So if he was playing nowadays, he'd probably be making about you know fifteen twenty million a year. You, you can find a guy that gets you one hundred fifty penalty minutes and twenty goals a year. That's worth some big money nowadays.
3: That's cool, man. That's cool. Um, did your dad play while you were a kid, or was his career already over?
5: No, no, he played uh, sixty seven to seventy seven. So I was born in 70. So for, yeah, seven years he played, uh, he played. I just missed it on the L.A. years, but the New York Rangers he played for and St. Louis Blues.
3: Damn, His dude, career. that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. How's your ice skating skills?
5: I was a great skater. Uh, I haven't played in a while. Actually, I, I was the, uh, the peak of my ice skating career was actually skating in Madison Square Garden four years in a row. I used to play um, the Christopher Reeves Super Skate. Dude. We would do that. Dude, so, yeah. So, dude, I, I was, I was a killer, man. Madison Square Garden. Dude, I was
3: there. No, I was man. there. No, I You're swear so to God. Full of crap. I, no, I swear to no, God. Look, swear to God. I swear to God. You ready, Chris? I'm talking like right. late 1999. You guys played in one of these Christopher Reeves charity hockey things, and in the locker room, it's you. I remember being there. You, like Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? Right. That's right. Um, I'm trying to think. Ron Duguay. Remember Ron Duguay, old school.
5: Of course, Ron Duguay was there. Yeah, my dad right, and, didn't like him.
3: And what was his wife's name? <laughs> she was the act, uh, the this, the uh, model. Um,
5: yeah. Carol Alt.
3: Yes, dude, I was in that locker room, dude. I was there that day. I promise you.
5: I got what, dude? You, you already convinced me when you said Chad Smith, because that's Chad and I actually are really good friends and became friends uh, at that game, and we actually got in a fight on the ice.
3: Dude, that's awesome.
1: Now because he. he now, does that make you want to put a restraining order more on Scott or less on Scott that he could recall that so quickly? Yeah, because now
5: I'm a stalker. Now it's a little bit of a stalker vibe going on here, isn't yeah. it, right? So for the last 22 years, you've been following me around. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to become your manager. <laughs> trying to become my manager, my mouthpiece. You know, try to, try to, uh, stealing merch ideas, mooching merch ideas from me. <laughs> uh, and trying to arrange a tag team match against uh, with Sting. Yep. So now it's all coming together for me now. Yeah, That's weird. What you don't realize I'm actually sitting right outside your door right now, uh of the studio. There you go.
3: I'm literally like looking over my shoulder like a moron. <laughs> 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 all
5: right,
3: what are uh, you gonna do tomorrow night? What's gonna happen tomorrow night with you in AEW?
5: The Jericho Appreciation Society will be appearing en masse. Um And we'll be doing some more shenanigans. We beat the crap out of Ricky Starks and Action Andretti last week. And so we're probably going to gloat about it. We're going to brag about it. We're going to be uh, doing some some speeches and some pontifications tomorrow. Live at the forum. It's going to be great. We're excited.
1: Yeah, make sure you check it out, AEW, tomorrow at the forum, awtix.com, or go to ticketmaster.com. Uh, Jericho, thank you for gracing us with your presence, and uh, we'll be looking for the uh, cease and desist and uh, the police to show up at the studio later. Thank you.
5: Well, I hope you guys had twice as much fun as I did. <laughs> oh, I know I did. <laughs> Get out of here, Jericho. Yeah, sure. I better have a Crumb of the Nuts shirt waiting for me, I'm going to sue all your asses. <laughs>
1: It'll be in, it'll be in your, uh, your powder room or whatever, your locker room or your little, uh, you know, your little powder area. Powder room?
3: Guy's a pro-athlete. I, I
1: have a powder room and a locker room. There I'm you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jericho. Thank you. Bye. See Bye, guys. Chris. Bye. Love there you, buddy. Chris Jericho. Right, so there you go, he Kaplan. He's going he's to sue you, and he's going to uh, put a restraining order against
3: you. All right. See the way I buddied up to him at the end? Like, hey, so tell me about your dad as a hockey player. You
1: know? Yeah, but he was—he he totally was like He was cool with it And then he was like Yeah, dude, I got it When you mentioned the first name You didn't have to mention three names
3: I got I know. it the first time stalker But that's you
1: Laura always says it Extra
3: mm-hmm. A little extra Just a little bit extra
1: A
0: little bit?
4: Just yeah, a little not a little bit That was it. a lot Yeah It's
0: a good five minutes of slathering You did there
4: <laughs> And he got you nowhere Well,
3: I'm in love with the man What can I tell you? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell nah Him and the boo Right yeah. Bet you the boo smells better Than Chris Jericho
1: I mean, probably after a wrestling match, for sure. Yeah, it's just a game. Uh, all right, coming up next, Cappy, you and I, we're going to do Radio Tinder, because we didn't do it there normally like where it's supposed to be, because Jericho was there. But uh, Lindsey will give us the Radio Tinder questions. We'll do that next.
0: Live Imaging Tuesday on Shenando and Cap 545 in the Southland. We're doing Radio Tinder here, Radio Tinder here, excuse me, because of Jericho. We like to play a TV theme, and how about this one? On January 10th, 1999, the Sopranos debuted on HBO. Look at that. TV was never the same for a young Christopher back then. Anyway, you can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandawa. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandawa. Radio Tinder, take it away, producer Lindsay.
2: Thanks, Chris. And you know what?
0: Chris? No, 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 no. No, no. One more time. Thanks, Christopher. There we go.
2: Sorry, you know my voice these days. It just can't can't do it like that. I'm it just used gonna to say it. we
0: want to do the bit at least.
2: Okay. All right. But anyway, as we were just talking about wrestling and Chris Jericho, formerly of WWE, uh, some news came out over the weekend that Vince McMahon has returned to WWE and their board of directors to facilitate potential sale talks. Uh, WWE has hired JP Morgan to help the company advise on a potential sale and a deal would likely happen before mid-2023 when WWE's TV rights renewal deal negotiations will take place. So they think that legacy media, streaming giants, and entertainment holding companies could all end up submitting bids to buy WWE. So instead of having you guys swipe, which company do you think would make the most sense to purchase WWE? Cappy, you go first.
3: I'd say Amazon. Be a guess. Um, They've got the money. And they've decided that they're going into sports. And by getting the NFL, they've put a lot of eyeballs onto Amazon Prime. And so if I had to throw out a guess, I mean, Amazon comes to mind right away.
1: It's plausible. For uh, sure. Well, they're already on Peacock, aren't they?
2: Yes, but they're going to be they're partnered with Peacock. It's just a partnership. So they're selling their whole TV rights because everything's up the middle of this year, all the rights deals. So they're not going to have a home anymore after the middle of this year, uh, you know, assuming before they get to a new deal. So they will not, They unless they come up with a new deal with Peacock, they won't be on there anymore. Um,
1: yeah, look, I, I still think that, you you know, the WWE gets 3 million people to watch every time they're on television or whatever, uh, you know. So because of that, it's worth something for sure, I would say.
2: Yeah, it's, I think it's the biggest thing with WWE is it's the the intellectual property. So they don't have to worry about, like, you know, rights fees and all that kind of stuff, to so the leagues and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see who buys them. So
3: now did I see that that Stephanie McMahon has she resigned?
2: She's resigned. Yeah, she did with today. her dad coming back. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's she that t- all about? Well, she took a leave of absence like eight months ago. I guess like she's been trying to kind of like distance herself and do her own thing. And mm-hmm. then there was like the scandal with her dad. And so then she kind of had to come back and fill that void for a while. But now, you know, her husband who's Triple H, the wrestler, he's, he's kind of taken over, and she said that she thinks the company's in a good place for her to leave. Mm-hmm. So very interesting timing, you know. I do indeed. Uh, but anyway, Cappy, you were talking about getting fit for the pickleball tournament, right? Right. Um, I don't remember if you made an actual New Year's resolution to lose weight or not, but if you did. sure he did. I did not. Well, maybe you did mentally. And if you did, then you need to give up on it now because it's Girl Scout cookie season. It's officially started. Oh, really? Yep. You can order your familiar favorites. Plus, there's an all-new Thin Mints-inspired Raspberry Rally cookie. It's a chocolate coating and crunchy raspberry center. It sounds not not like it'd be my thing, but, you know, maybe it's yours. Um, and you can order the Girl Scout cookies through a registered Girl Scout, of course, or also text COOKIES to 59618. Are you guys Girl Scout cookie lovers? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano?
1: Um, I'm going to swipe right. I am. Uh, so Kevin Blackistone, who works with me on Around the Horn, his daughter, uh, sells uh, Girl Scout cookies, and we order them online, and they get delivered to the door, and it's always uh, a thing. Like There's usually more than one, uh, one order, unfortunately, in our house, and I say that unfortunately because I probably shouldn't be eating all those cookies is my point.
3: What's the one that I really like? Is it called a Samoa? Is that the one that's kind of got yep. like the coconut on top with the yep. caramel and the favorite. chocolate
0: under it? Man, those things are fire. You got to put those in the freezer. Mm-hmm. And then, BAM! Say no to the cookies,
4: guys. Say no to the cookies.
0: Oh, I had two of Sam Pine's birthday cookies just in the last hour for a little energy pep. Oh, it's good. Chocolate Happy chip.
4: birthday to the boss, Sam
3: Pine's, and me, Mario Ruiz. <laughs>
2: Well, they have the same birthday. That's yes, right. Today. That's awesome.
3: June 10th, Tuesday. It's
2: not June. It's January, can't January is what I
0: meant. <laughs> <laughs> and LAFC I the, is a month away. No, no, I saw no, the
3: J-A-N in the corner of my computer, and I said June.
0: <laughs> uh, it's true. I'm not good at the impersonation, so I just need to write for a Cappy, but... Then I'd have to yeah. text him, and then he'd get confused.
2: Right, he oh, yeah, wouldn't.
4: Do, he wouldn't would read confused. it anyways.
0: Cappy is the worst texter on the planet, unless he needs something. <laughs> that is true. Then he's if you ca- I'll send him compliments during the show just to him because I want to make him feel good, and it'll just be LOL back. And it's like, well, you're on the air, so you didn't laugh out loud because you're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> worst texter ever. But he's boy, he jumps him. when Rachel texts, doesn't he? You don't. Oh, yeah. You know
4: that's the truth. That's clean Otherwise, truth. He knows Otherwise better. he's she's
2: going to start tracking them, you know? That's ah. like
4: when uh, Greg can't say nothing bad about Mason in Ireland because he knows better. That's the same thing about Cappy. Mm-hmm. He knows better than to answer those, not answer those text <laughs> messages. Just saying. Facts.
2: All right, so last one. I have a little bit of a mystery for you guys to, to help me solve here, all right? The other day, I ordered some groceries on Instacart, right? Got the usual, some fruit, protein shakes, and of course, as Christopher knows, my keto snacks, which include some Atkins coconut chocolate bars, which are delicious. Well, I opened the box of these chocolate bars yesterday and inside of this box was not Atkins bars. It was three little like packets of peanuts, like a completely different brand altogether. They were like sample bags of peanuts that you get on like an airplane or something. So instead of having you guys swipe, I wanna know what do you think happened to the actual chocolate bars that were supposed to be in there?
3: So these chocolate bars, there was a box that said chocolate bars, mm-hmm. but inside the box, no chocolate bars, peanuts.
2: Correct. And they were not peanuts that were like the same brand, like they put the wrong product in there. They were like, like I said, like little bags that you get on like an airplane.
3: So what happened to the Atkins chocolate bars?
0: Did you eat yeah. the peanuts though?
2: No. Oh. Good question. I'm just kind of sketched out by it, you know? Hmm. Like where where in the production line did this go wrong? Was it the Instacart driver? Was it the something at the store? Did somebody return them and replace them with a fake product? Like what do you think happened? But was it
0: an Atkins labeled box?
2: Yes, it's an they're Atkins just like a you know, you go in the store, you buy right. something off the shelf.
0: Was it was it still intact the seal? Was, was the box sealed. open?
2: It was sealed, but you know, I was thinking somebody could have easily taken like a Knife and cut it and then, like, glued it back shut because I didn't pay that close attention. To
0: that's it. a lot of work to thing. go for. Yeah, the, for, right. that's hey, a lot are of work doing for Atkins, doing Atkins this chocolate afternoon? bars.
3: Yeah, I'm opening up Atkins chocolate bars and I'm replacing <laughs> them <laughs> with peanuts. So
2: that's my question. Like, like, who would up. do that? Who would do
3: that? <laughs> nobody. The answer is nobody.
2: <laughs> How does that happen then?
3: There had to have been a mistake
0: somewhere. No, there along was the a line. mistake
1: in the packaging.
0: I'm right.
2: Sure. I'm but there were three different brands of peanuts. I'm telling I'm going to send you guys a picture. They were like, it was the weirdest thing ever. They're not even like the same company. I looked it up.
4: That's happened to me before. Really. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, come on, really?
4: Yeah, not the Adkins thing, but like you know when you go to the store and you just grab whatever. I try to grab from the back, not the front, but like, don't look at me like that. Chris. I didn't you look at you, at you at anyway. Me really weird. I did not but look at anyways, you anyway. Um, I I bought cookies, and the cookies that were like the brand wasn't in the box. It was a whole different other thing. I don't know, so I don't know
0: what markets you guys are getting groceries See? from, bud. I, well,
2: I mean,
4: I it got it ra- Oh, should I not say it? Like,
3: I mean, look, if you go buy a package of Oreos, and you open up the Oreos, and there's Chips Ahoy in there, you're like, that's not what I bought. Or I Nutter wanted- Butter.
0: Are, is Nutter Butter still around? Do they still make yeah. Nutter Butter? I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen them. I haven't I had know. Nutter Butter. My dad used to eat a lot of Nutter Butters around. They're damn good. If they are around, we should get some. Nutter Butters? Yeah. Hmm.
4: Hard pass. You don't yeah, like nut butter? I'm, I'm allergic yeah. to peanuts.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I I right about that part. Then. Yeah. Well, that could be dangerous if you get the wrong product in the packing. Yeah,
4: that's why I, I'm always. But it's like those cookies where it comes in a bag and they're all like there. They're not individually wrapped or whatever. So it was just weird. I'm like, what the hell? See, I don't so know, It has Angie. happened
2: before. I just want to know because my theory is, I mean, they're like, they're expensive. They're like 13 bucks for a box of these special Atkins bars. But right? they're a quality
0: item. Atkins, oh, pro- yeah. Atkins dessert. Atkins dessert products are
2: great. 1,000% worth it. However, the fact that they replaced them with three little sample bags of peanuts makes me think, like, they, maybe they're just really desperate to buy them, and they couldn't afford them, so they swapped them out at some point. Well, know? what are
3: you going to do about this?
2: I don't know. What should I do? I, well, I, I, mean, if, I mean, if you I don't would,
3: do anything, you let them uh, off the hook.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would just send them. Is there a number to call?
2: This what I, Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Do I go to Instacart? Do I go to the manufacturer of the, the food?
0: Well, Instacart didn't do anything. They just picked no. up the product. They just picked up. Yeah, they, they,
4: that's not their thing. I go to the manufacturer. I go to Atkins. Mm-hmm. Look on the
3: box. Tell yep. me if there's a phone number.
2: I'll look. Did
4: I'll you look. take pictures?
2: Yeah, I, I still have it sitting in my... I'll send you guys a picture. It's sitting on my table. Okay. How long ago you have did pictures, this happen? You have, this you know, happened like it. two days ago.
0: Were they regular peanuts, dry salted, or honey roasted? <laughs> Good question. There were three different
2: kinds. One oh. was like honey roasted with like the little sugary things on them. And then one was mixed with something else like... like pine nuts or something weird like that. Yeah, don't eat and then, them. Yeah, I'm not eating them because it's sketchy, you know?
0: But the peanuts are sealed. They're not like open packets. Correct. Have, now, you know what would be
2: interesting
3: is if you open up the packets of peanuts and there's pistachios <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like there's a different, there's something different inside the peanut packaging and then there's something inside of that. I mean, maybe there's something at the end of all of
2: this. Maybe, you know, maybe I won the lottery or something. I don't know.
1: All right. That is what you tend to <laughs> each <and> every day. <laughs> oh, all right.
2: Brought
1: to you by okay. our friends at Tequila all Mandala. Right. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning <laughs> small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Uh, for more, go to their website, tequilamandala.com. Uh, all right. Coming up next, Cappy. So I feel like we have a couple of things that we need to address still. I want to get to the NFL playoff picture because there is one team that we will be focused on around these parts.
3: Jacksonville Jaguars?
1: Mm, Probably not, but we'll tell you who in a second. So stick around for that. And the hypocrisy of college football continues. We'll tell you what that's about in a second, too.